0: everybody it's tuesday ah! it's tuesday morning it's september the 8th the year is 2020 this is underdogs my name is jacob Eman. here with me is david patrick fleming it's dreary out it feels cold and wintry and dark oh i've got a breeze but we've got sweaters on david's got a beautiful baby blue Is that fake Nike? Is it real Nike Blue Jays jersey? I can't tell. It's a Nike logo I've never seen before. (laughs) No, that's a
1: real Nike logo. That's, I mean, at least I uh, have it, assuming that it's a real Nike logo. Not that I bought it because it's Nike, but I do believe that it's actually Nike. Uh huh.
0: I don't. Yeah. Great. I love it. It's 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 nice. The Blue Jays were wearing their baby blues again last night. I'm seeing a lot on Twitter of. People are starting to like these jerseys. I don't know. Maybe it's just because they're winning when they wear them sometimes. It's like the rally jersey.
1: It's their comeback jersey. I feel like when they wear those jerseys, as appalling as they are to look at, there's never any moment where you feel like you're out of the game. As long as they're wearing those trashy, trashy uniforms, you know that they can come back.
0: Yeah. Yes, well, come back, they did. What a game that was again. Wow. They're never out of it. Never out of it. Never out of it, unlike the Raptors last night. Did you watch any of that game?
1: No, I followed it on the ticker, and I didn't even follow it until a little bit late, and I think the first score that I saw, they were down by 20, and I was like, uh-oh. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's... it's- it's really tough. I don't know what it is about basketball or what it is about the Raptors this season. Maybe it's cause we started doing a daily Blue Jays podcast and just bathing in Blue Jays every day. It's hard to it's hard to feel the juices. I thought I had it the other day. And maybe it's just because they won. They tied up a series. They had that huge bucket. I was like, I'm back in, baby. Basketball time. Then I was watching highlights. I saw LeBron and Harden going at it in the Western Conference. I got excited. And uh, now, now it's hard to get back in again.
1: And it's funny, too, because the Raptors have given us so much so They've much given us so much excitement so much achievement they won the championship they're battling it out with a great celtics team right now 3-2 yeah. in the series but yet my eye just goes right over to the blue jays who really have not given much
0: yeah and in context yes, see- <laughs> in context of the leagues that they're playing in are a way way worse team <laughs> oh ex- terrible terrible in the context of the leagues they're playing in yeah
1: Maybe. And it's not a fans thing because there's no fans in baseball either. I'm not really sure what it is. Yeah. Yeah, I don't – maybe it's just an addiction right now because of fantasy, because of doing this podcast. It's beyond a love of sports. It's an addiction. And it's also – if you're going to watch that Raptors game, you know that you're going to have to watch the Jays game taped and then do all of the work after that game is over. So it's like, oh, I don't want to – I don't want to do that. Let's yes. just watch the Jays game.
0: Yes, I already watch a lot of Jays games semi-taped or I'm a bit behind. If I if I had that game taped and I didn't have my algorithm working, if I didn't have spoiler alert the app inside my sports apps going and I got the alert of a 10-run inning of a grand salami of everybody blasting away the Yankees coming back from 6-2, to two, if I got that notification and I hadn't watched the game yet, I would be live it
1: you know that somebody is actually gonna make that happen it's gonna make you so upset (sighs) and i just hope that it's somebody that's listening right now that's knows how to do it and they're just (laughs) getting it they're just getting it
0: done i trademarked it on 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 the podcast already yeah they don't have to call it spoiler alert right and just saying,
1: trademark is an official trademark.
0: <laughs> I th- trademark. <laughs> I think it is. I, I've. It's. It's like. I wasn't there a thing. I feel like if you trademark, you could trademark a thing just by writing out an idea and mailing it to yourself, just by having that time stamp.
1: Well, that's what they used to do with copyrights for scripts. Right. If the writer, if the writer sent the script to themselves in the mail with it, it date stamped, and they never
0: opened it, that that would be proof of copyright. So if I've recorded a podcast with an idea and nobody listened to it, does that count? I guess
1: <laughs> hmm.
0: there's no real way to date stamp this, although we are
1: talking about uh, a baseball game, but I guess we could be lying about There's that. date stamps. Lying about-
0: there's publishing date stamps. You go into any podcast listening app... I- I just want to take a second right here. We were notified via email yesterday about some statistics for this show, Underdogs. I'm not going to brag or anything, but I just want to thank all of the listeners out there across the world, listeners in England, in Germany, in Malaysia, in the United States. Listeners all over the world are making Underdogs a success. We've moved into the top 20 podcasts in Canada for baseball. So if you're listening to it and you've been embarrassed to tell your friends about it because you didn't know (laughs) if it was successful or not, you can start telling your friends, this is the show you need to listen to. It's one of the top shows about baseball (laughs) that people are listening in Canada. Underdogs, baby. (laughs)
1: Top 20 shows about baseball in Canada for the last two months and just last week. All right, here we go. That's
0: progress. That's progress. Oh,
1: absolutely, it is. Absolutely, it is. And we uh,
0: we would not
1: keep doing it if we didn't see the numbers slowly, slowly rising. Yes,
0: yes. And we would not keep doing it if we didn't have fun things to do every day. Fun things like the game <laughs> diary. Oh my God! Are you ready for this, David? Things I'm, I got. I feel like I might have to do a warm up for this game diary. It's gonna get wild. It better get wild because you can't say it's gonna get wild and then have it not get wild. So let's get wild. Okay. Now I'm worried. Now I'm worried. I got to live up to it. I got to get wild. I'm scared. Okay. Don't be scared. Don't be scared. Oh, God, it wasn't until Luke Voigt has already hit a home run in the first inning when I remember, I need to do a game diary. I spring from my sleep position on my couch to my game diary position on couch, and it's Yankees 1, Blue Jays, hold on, hold, hold. As I was writing that, Hicks just hit a home run as well, so that's something. 2 nothing Yankees, fuck. I literally can't keep up with this shit. Shaw just booted an easy play at third. If I see him in person... This is, this is a Blue Jay we're talking about. My beloved Blue Jays. I would avoid his gaze. I'd be embarrassed to talk to him. I would not ask for an autograph, and I'd consider leaving him in a burning building. I don't know what it is about this man, but he just burns me up like no one else has in the history of this team. Oh, he just made a nice throw. All right. All right, finally our offense is up and we may be down but this is Buffalo and we are going to put up big numbers. Biggio gets on with a double, steals third like a boss, and Telez brings him in RBI double. It's sushi night. I got sushi pizza. I got spicy salmon, spicy tuna. Vladdy's walking. It's gonna be a long game tonight. Montgomery does not look good. He looks like a divorce. He looks like he lets down the mother of his child, and that child in the future is going to take care of him young. Like he's gonna be 50 and a mess. He drinks. You know he does. Ryu gets back out in the second and mows down the lineup. Three up, three down. Never mind. VR can't make a play, so number nine hitter is on at first. Two errors for the Blue Jays infield so far. On pace for a nine-error game. Commercial break. Check in on the Raptors. Oh, God. Oh, God. 28-11 Celtics. I don't have the heart for this tonight, guys. It's been raining all day. I've got a headache from candle scents coming in through the air vents. I didn't lock Brittany's car, and it got ransacked in the night. I need hope. I need Wow, Shaw hits oppo double off the wall and left. Came back to the Blue Jays in the replay of that. Shaw's looking good lately. He's a good addition to the team. (laughs) Uh, In all seriousness, though, I like doubles. Santiago, you're so cute. Chips it up the middle. Shaw runs for his life and just makes it in to tie the game. Espinal advances to second on the bad throw to the plate. God damn, I switched to the Raptors game and come back again. The score has changed. Someone hit a home run. Andujar, I think. 3-2 guys from the Bronx. They pile on another two runs with two outs. Clint Frazier gets it into the left field corner. Guriel starts a decent relay and almost gets an out at home, but Danny can't hold on to the throw on the swipe. 5-2 Yankees. Ryu is done. He got cooked. Sean Reed Foley has found himself in the game and gotten himself into a bases loaded jam with two outs. Pete Walker is on the walkie he's looking towards the bullpen like it's Saturday night and the kitchen fucked up in an order and a table needed its food 20 minutes ago the drill sergeant Foley walks in a run, now 6-2 Yankees, and I just got this horrible feeling like everything Sean does is part of this wall, this veneer of protection he puts up. All the tattoos and the mustaches and his shaved head and the muscles are all just trying to be badass, but, but it's really just to hide how scared he is that his stuff can't get guys out and he's just gotta be perfect to get a guy like Void out cause he thinks Void is so good and he's scared and I feel really sad for him. He gets out of it. We gotta get back in this game guys bottom of six and espinal walks and biggio walks so randall is up and he needs to get a big one right feels like it's been a week or something since he hit the big fly oh, okay he doesn't get the big hit but he gets a small one and it slides through a hole on the ground and the baton is passed to our big son rowdy Telez. Base is loaded, I need this, I need this so bad right now. He's annoying Chad Green, spoiling pitch after pitch. Now taking outside for a ball, and he brings an 0-2 count to a full count. The action is rising! Chad is running out of ideas, he's thrown nine pitches. How can I get this madman out? And finally, Rowdy puts it in play, a routine put out by a first baseman, but he boots it! Voigt boots it, and Rowdy is safe. It's not the big blast, but it's a run and the bases are still loaded, ready for a hero. Ready for the prince that was promised. Vladimir steps to, and he smacks the first pitch the other way and he gets it past Voigt for a two-run single, a one-run game. It's not all ding-dongs and twinkies for Vladdy. He turns the wagon wheel and keeps this inning going the old-fashioned way, getting the ball in play. And then Vlad is feeling frisky. He steals second base. And the Blue Jays are in flight. Lourdes gets in on it and ties the game with a shallow single to center field. Oh, my. If there were a stadium full of Jays fans there right now, this place would be bumping new york can't hold us start spreading the news new york you're finishing this season below these boys in blue vr walks bases loaded again travis Shaw up and there is still only one out a slam here could change everything for us travis we could work things out a little work a little therapy i think we could do it but you just gotta slam it slam me travis slam me And it's not a slam, but it's a start. Single up the middle. Vlad scores. Lourdes scores. 8-6 Blue Jays. We got a lead. Travis, we are still sleeping in different rooms, but I'm coming home from my parents to get some things and talk. Pinch hit panic, and he walks, bases loaded again. Danny Jansen in, and he's the man. This is it. The moment we've been waiting for, Danny fucking Jansen. Clobber's the biggest ding dong of the season. A massive grand slam. A Jan slam. The King Kong of ding dong. A huge 10 run inning makes it 12 to 6. And listen up, fans. Listen up, Toronto baseball does not get better than this your heart is broken watching the raptors and we've got an answer these blue jays are young and exciting and they are winning and they are going to the playoffs so get your jerseys out get those towels from 2016 out it is time caleb joseph does the okay blue jays full dance routine and this is what winning looks like the boys are all smiles and laughs and all of the tension is dissipated. It's a big Jay's win, a statement win.
1: Whoa! Yes, dog. Here we go. What then last night when I was watching, I said that it was a similar thing to myself. I was like, I can't forget how much fun that this team actually is. Yes, they're frustrating. Yes, they will make stupid mistakes, but there's so many likable personalities. There's a certain innocence and youth to this team, and we are the answer to the Raptors if they tank out on Wednesday night against the Celtics. This team is exciting, and it is also just the start. Whatever happens this year, it is the start of something. It isn't a last-ditch effort at trying to get something done with this team. It is just the beginning
0: of, dare I say, a dynasty. A dynasty. 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 I think you're right. I think this could be a dynasty it could be a dynasty we're watching and you know what it's just the start of that process those number of years of contention but it's also just the start right now of this season and where we could go if and when we get healthy again and if we can stay healthy if we can get our man the best player on the team bo bichette hasn't been here for this huge run getting into the playoff picture no Bobuschet, no Nate
1: Pearson, no Matt Shoemaker, no Ken Giles, and now no Teoscar Hernandez. But here
0: we are, the best team in the state of New York. That's right, that's right. Let's talk a little bit about Teoscar. We didn't really get into it yesterday, but when we recorded, we didn't know he was going on the ten-day IL. We do know we didn't that now, know. and. Uh, Just when we thought we were getting healthy, you know, Bichette is in Rochester yesterday playing DH in a sim game. Giles is around the corner somewhere ready to come blow people away. Our MVP, a contender for league MVP, goes down. Were you feeling just down and out before this game, David? Were you feeling defeated?
1: uh, They did a good job on Sportsnet to kind of help you out with that, where it was like, Teoscar's going out on the IL with an oblique strain, but Bo in Rochester and he's going to play five innings of defense tonight. And apparently that's what he needs is five innings of defense before he plays a big league game. So you maybe could imagine Bo being here on Wednesday. I don't know. You're, uh, you're saying tomorrow.
0: When you say Wednesday,
1: you mean that's- Tomorrow. I mean tomorrow. I'm going to date stamp this episode right now. Oh. I'm going to say Wednesday, September, whatever it is, tomorrow night. Um so that's a that's a huge bonus because you're it's the only player that the Blue Jays have that could come close to filling the production of Teoscar Hernandez is boba You uh, might do that You might do that and then some rowdy uh well maybe i don't think as consistently you could expect that from rowdy but prove me wrong i would love to be thrown up against the wall and proved wrong
0: yeah yeah fair um it's also just the excitement i feel like like i'm 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 sort of devastated that boba hasn't been here for this like our our league our team leader in fun in swag in energy injections like getting him back getting him his swing his crazy torque his you know his 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 spine twisting torque swing swinging for the fences getting that on the bases his hair flying in the wind oh man is his crazy torque swing? That's the entire
1: reason he went on the IL in the first place. <laughs> Can't wait to see that again. I w- you said fun, and I, for some reason that stuck out to me. I don't find he's a fun player to watch, but I don't find that he's when I say when you say fun, I think of like Vladdy and Teoscar in the dugout. I think of Caleb Joseph doing that dance. Bo Bichette is all business. He's a very he seems very intense, very serious. Mm, really serious to me he does yeah
0: i i mean i i I see that he's serious and i see that he's intense about winning but i also feel like he has a lot of fun doing that
1: when i feel like oh i think he loves being good no
0: doubt he loves being good
1: and he loves people knowing he's good but that to me doesn't fall under the umbrella of fun right (laughs) there (laughs) there when i it's a very small umbrella and it requires a very specific thing
0: let's touch here for a second on something (laughs) that i observed yesterday um it was before the sixth inning it actually may have been at the very beginning the part of the rally of the sixth inning a shot of someone looking like they're having fun or doing something i don't it was really i couldn't tell what to think of it um vladimir guerrero on the bullpen mound chatting with with (laughs) tony k standing there i i had i just got this like feeling like it was like performative somehow like he was doing it as like a joke for like the guys in the bullpen like here he was just kind of standing there like the the look on his face was like he's like some kid who's like you know has the the balls to go and like stand up next to a statue or something and just like make <laughs> yes. everyone kind of giggle but everyone else is also a bit uncomfortable that he's doing that and dan dan and buck are like well he's uh when when he when he plays the dh you often see him with his routine he'll he'll go out and ride the bike and uh here he is uh on, on the mound in the bullpen. <laughs>
1: I feel like Dan, I was, this is what I was going to say, I feel like Dan is always managing what he wants to say about Vladdy. Uh, not actually saying, he's like, and there's Vladdy in the bullpen. I guess the elliptical bike is down there and that must be what he's doing. Or, and there's Vladdy calling for another replay. But to be blunt, Vladdy does yes. that a lot. <laughs> and there, Vladdy's pointing down to the umpire to see if he swung. Well, no one else pointed. Yeah. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> he's always doing these like really charming things. And, uh, man, we'll get into it in Promotions and Emotions, but I got some stuff to say about Vladimir.
0: Okay. Um, the, the funny thing about that, though, was that... Um the Blue Jays were, were up to hit. Like, it wasn't like everyone else was gone and <laughs> playing defense, and, and Vladdy was DHing. So he was just going about his business. Like, everyone else's business watching the game in the dugout with each other. It was Espinol up to hit. So he's, you know, he's not that far away from coming up again. And he's just standing in the dugout. I don't know. I was, I was upset I had, in the moment a little bit.
1: I wasn't upset at all. I had this feeling watching yesterday's game that somebody sat Vladdy down and said, be yourself. Mm. Just fuck everything and be yourself. Get everybody's voice out of your head and you do you and we'll follow you. We're going to just take the reins off you. Be yourself. Right. I, but now, maybe it didn't, but that's just the, he had this energy to him last night. He was freed up in a way. Okay. He just seemed looser. He seemed more playful. He, he was very bold. Yeah.
0: Yeah, okay. I I love that. I hope that's the case. I hope that that does free him up somehow. And, uh, you know, hopefully... I don't know. He's looking good. He's looking better. And and obviously, having fun is a part of his game in a big way. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Okay, let's get into... (laughs) Promotions and Demotions. David, you and I uh, had a little bit of a different feeling here about promotions and demotions. I came on here today and I said, you know what? Fuck it. I'm giving a promotion to every boy in blue. There's no one getting sent down for me today. I am not bringing anyone into the office. It's It's like my son has won a ball game and in the playoffs and i'm taking them out for dinner everyone's benefiting we're all going out for dinner get steaks get milkshakes do what you want guys this is your night no one's no one's having a tough talk but david is all business
1: ladies and gentlemen we have our first cop out of the season on promotions and emotions i think
0: the fans are gonna side with me (laughs) here david it's not a cop out it is a celebration
1: Okay, well, I'm going to celebrate somebody right now in my first promotion, the man we were just talking about, Vladdy. Vladdy G. It takes some set of mangoes for him to steal that base yes. last night. After everything that the team has been through in terms of <laughs> base running mistakes, in terms of some of the plays that he's made at first base that has been questionable, him getting picked off himself, him looking like trash at the plate in the last a uh, few games for sure in the Boston series, definitely. And the team was in the middle of a comeback. They were down 6-2, and I believe when he stole the base, it was 6-4, if not 6-5. He takes off and steals second base. That takes two full bags of rocks hmm. for him to be able to do that. And that's why I think somebody said to him, you be yourself, and let's see what that brings. And, uh, man, that was such a bold move. The guts on that kid that Dan said, that guts on that kid. That's why... And he went two for four, two RBIs, fine. Two opposite field singles. uh, Big moment in the game where he chopped that ball past Luke Voigt. But that steal alone... Yeah. For me, you're getting the first promotion. I
0: love it. I love that, David. He deserves it. That steal was... One of the most exciting things that had happened watching baseball yeah. for me this season to see him. The broadcast didn't know
1: how to handle it. No,
0: <laughs> I didn't know ha- how to handle it. I was angry at first. I was like, "What are you do? What you're and I- safe? What? <laughs> what just
1: happened?" And my favorite thing is watching Vladdy in that space. He gets up from the base and he's kind of serious, but you know he's holding in a sort of smile. He's sort of vulnerable in that moment because he pops up and he looks around and the camera's panning to the dugout. You see Montoya, but Montoya's got a mask on. but You can sort of tell that he's in a little bit of surprise, maybe a bit of a wry smile, says something to Walker who's standing next to him. And Vladdy's just sort of looking around. You can tell his adrenaline's up.
0: And... Oh
1: man, I just I just love
0: it. Yes. I love it. If if we ever hear that someone sent him, he got a sign to steal, we won't tell Emotion. you. No, we won't we won't <laughs> tell you. We're going to stick to the story. He did it on his own no matter what. It was an amazing move. And I love the shot of him in the dugout later in the inning when it looks like he's, like, talking about what are you seeing. He's like, oh, look, <laughs> Olivino, he, he had no chance. He had no chance. I, I had to run. <laughs> they, didn't even, they didn't even come close to getting me. Yeah,
1: he just went and got, like, uh, some electrolytes and was pacing up and down the dugout, just chirping to everybody. <laughs> and I feel like Louis Rivera said something to him. Yeah. And he was just like, oh, no, 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 no. He's squawking
0: yeah. off like a rooster in there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: Love it, man. Love it. Yeah. Um, so you're not going to do any of that. So next one, I got <laughs> easy. G- Gurriel, three for five. No strikeouts. Always put the ball in play. He's got an RBI. Last seven games for Gurriel, 481. 481 average with a plus 1200 OPS. Mm-hmm. A hawk a hawk. Gurriel makes up for so much in this offense when you're down a Boba and you're down a Teoscar Hernandez. So if he can keep
0: that going, that is massive yes and and fits in nicely um hitting against these weak uh new york yankee left side of the infielders you got miguel andujar one of the worst third baseman in baseball really not supposed to be playing there you got uh old man brett gardner in left field can't can't run like he used to you've got you've got uh your man uh what's his name Short stop, shortstop, shortstop, Glaber Gley- Gleyber? Torres, who who should be playing second base. You know, uh, Gurriel's going to keep hammering that ball there, and, and it's going to keep finding holes if he can stay hot. Love that Yankee killer yeah, right love there. That too. Yep. Biggest Yankee killer is injuries. Second, Blue Jays. Well, I mean, we can talk about injuries because you know. No, everybody's got their. injuries. Everyone's That's got their fine. injuries. Our best players are injured right now too. So. Get over it, Yankees. You suck. <laughs> oh, I said it. I said it. You know, you 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 got lots of injuries last season too. You had a lot of guys juicing. You had Gio Urshela turn into a superstar. <laughs> Mike Talkman, Mike, say it right here,
1: <laughs> man. Maybe, maybe. I mean, Toronto fans got to see a little bit of Gio Rochella and we were more than surprised as to what he became when he uh,
0: went to New York, but
1: yeah, whatever. People detested
0: him here. Not even just fans. Like I feel like the well, I, announcers I were open about like, him just being bad all the time and like just waiting for him to get shipped out of town. <laughs> <laughs> like they would do advertisements during his at-bat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, even though I did give a promotion to everyone, I just want to give a quick shout out to um, our big son, Rowdy Tellez. Um He 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 may not have get gotten my two spots of the promotion last night, but to see his plate approach, and I feel like it speaks volumes to this team's plate approach. It speaks volumes to the man himself, Dante. The horse, fuck! I said horse again. <laughs> Hitting Whisperer. Hitting Whisperer. Bichette, uh, it speaks volumes to him. To see him spoil pitch after pitch, I feel like I haven't seen Blue Jays hitters be able to do that on purpose. Like I, uh, When I watch baseball the last couple of years, I feel like I'm watching guys get into 0-2 counts spoiling pitches, but they were trying to hit those pitches. It wasn't that they were intentionally fouling things off, waiting for mistakes. It's like, ah, I got to hit, ah, 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 and then striking out (laughs) after they get set up with a high fastball and then see a breaking ball. But to see Rowdy then start taking those pitches outside, bring back, do a 10-pitch at bat, and get on the base, that is something else from a a guy like Rowdy Teles, who was known for chasing pitches out of the zone. Yeah.
1: Ooh. Uh, also, probably should shout out Danny Jansen, Massive Grand Slam. But I uh, just couldn't give him the promotion. Just couldn't do it. I don't know why. I just couldn't do it. Yeah, well,
0: no, I want to know why. How can you not give a dude who hit the only Grand Slam of the season... Okay, because sometimes my promotions aren't just, it's you know,
1: like when they give an Academy Award to an actor and it might not be for the movie they just did, but it was another movie that they were really good in. So it's like an accumulation of movies and not necessarily just that movie. So my promotion to (laughs) Guriel is not just for last night, but it's the accumulation of the last week of play. And if you want to take Danny Jansen's last week, yes, he had a home run over the weekend. Yes, the power is nice to see, but just couldn't step over and give him that promotion for last night.
0: Yeah, right. Okay. There was a shot of Danny Jansen in the dugout talking to Caleb Joseph. Who knows what they're talking about? I'm not going to speculate and give you a play by play of the conversation like Buck Martinez might, but uh, Danny just looked. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Buck always says, like, he says it in a definitively. way where he's just yeah, definitively, this is what they're talking yeah. about. <laughs>
1: definitively, this are the
0: specific language they're using. <laughs> Any, there was a shot, and he, Danny, just looked so content, like maybe relieved that he doesn't have to be the dad of the team. You know that he's not the CEO with Reese trailing around everywhere. That he gets to go back to being a young catcher, learning at the big leagues, and having someone who has his back, who can give him advice and 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 has all of this experience. And in that moment, I sort of understood why everyone wanted to see Caleb up there beyond just the reasons of Reese McGuire, not hitting at all. And even Danny yeah. Jansen, not hitting. And then to see in that same week, Danny hit this two home runs, have the biggest home run of his life with that grand slam. And I just wonder how, how much of a a weight off of his back it might be to have Caleb in that dugout, in those games, playing some of the games uh, it's I hope yeah, that's I hope that it opens him up f- for, for an extended time here I think that's a really good point
1: I hadn't thought of that that's really really interesting that you know he doesn't have to feel like if he doesn't perform then the team's got to deal with a guy batting 70 mm-hmm and that Caleb Joseph also can take some of the pressure off of the pitch calling and and they can have conversations about what he sees, what he sees, and they, that it's a lot more helpful than just two young catchers trying to figure it out together in this short season where there's a playoff race going on. I think that's a really, a really fair point.
0: Yeah. And just to not be like a leader, you know, I feel like Danny Jansen has to be the man, you know, like a catcher is your, is your, boss in a a way not not the boss but like you know what i mean just that energy of feeling like they're in control and they're the smartest and they they know everything and they you know i just think that it's a it's a a weight off his mental mind as well
1: yeah because there are times where these young catchers come across more like puppets than they do like uh leaders and yes that that's you know, that's not good for them.
0: Yes. Okay. Give me some, give me some demotions. I'm, I'm curious to see how you're going to, you're going to uh, figure out some way to shit on these, these boys from last night.
1: Well, I ain't shitting on these boys first off. You break the rules. I break the rules, baby. Here's how I break the rules. I'm given a dual first demotion to a combo. The combined liquid shit that was <laughs> Chad Green and Adam Adovino. Right. Coming into the game. Let me just uh, pull this up. Coming into the game, they had the lead. 6-2, Chad Green's on the mound. Mm -hmm. Terrible pitch selection, throwing junk on 3-2 to the number eight hitter, Espinal, walks him. Combined, those guys had four walks, nine earned runs, five hits in one-third of an inning. (laughs) One-third of an inning, they let up nine runs combined. With four walks, they just—they were just throwing so much trash. Odovino's just slider crazy. Chad Green was throwing his curveball way too much. And you can't do that when you have a four-run lead. And if you think about it from the Blue Jays' perspective and you're like, yeah, Danny Jansen, Grand Slam, baby. That's the Danny Jansen that we needed to see. But from the Yankees' perspective, it's like you just gave up a Grand Slam to Danny Jansen. Yeah. Danny Jansen. So they're getting the first two. Uh. And then I'm going Reed Foley for the second. Look, I'm all for Reed Foley getting the crack in the bullpen. You know, his velocity's up. That's fine. It's the walks, man. You come in and you walk three guys. Not only is it just uh, bad baseball, it's a horrible viewing experience. Yes. It just kills the game. There's no action. No, Neither team can do anything. Fielders can't do anything. The hitters can't do anything. You're just watching this guy who, as you said in your diary, you know, I don't know how much of that that you felt was true, but it does feel like he's got this facade, you know. Mm-hmm. It does feel like he's he's playing a character in some way, and he just needs to crack into who he actually is. Throw the goddamn ball
0: over the place. Yes, I, that is true. He seems
1: afraid. He seems afraid.
0: I know that is true. That's <laughs> like, that's what I felt. I just I had just gotten a little stoned right before he came in. And like, you know, that you start seeing the game a bit differently. And that's what I was wanted. I wanted, like, I was getting kind of, you know, stuck in the game and what I was writing about. And then, and then I just watched him and all of this like dawned on me. And I felt so like I, I, I could just see him as a child. You know, and that, and the only reason he was on the team, he feels, is because people got injured, and they don't think he's good enough, and no one thinks he's good enough, and now he doesn't think he's good enough, and he wants, he wants people to see how cool he is and how much of a reliever he looks like. He's got his new, his new delivery and everything.
1: I, yeah, the the old Kimbrel bent over, uh, looking into the catcher. It doesn't seem authentic from him. Right. Seems like something he just chose to do outside of himself to just be be different or something
0: yeah well i don't know i still have i don't know what it is i've got a great affection for him i i I still even though it may be a wall of protection that he puts up i love the look i think he's cool as we mentioned he is a friend of the pod old old (laughs) old friend of uh, of uh, david and i's sean reed foley we go way back with him so i wish him the best i hope (laughs) that I hope I hope that he t- turns it around and, and doesn't get any more demotions from you and doesn't get demoted from the club, which might happen I rather hope, soon. But, uh, I
1: hope he can remain such close friends to the pod after we speak about him in this manner, after you've actually broken down his psychology, said it definitively a la Buck Martinez, and uh, spread it to all of these viewers, or listeners, sorry. Um it's. I hope he comes. I hope he comes back on the podcast and and he hangs out with us uh, again because he has for sure in the past hung
0: it's out. It's the us. same kind of stuff that we talk about when we drink, you know, pilsner, pilsners together in in the garage. That's the kind of stuff I'm talking about. Him, man. We're, we we got the hookah out. He's 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 talking about how he feels with me, and I'm like, Sean, man, like it's okay you 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 are who you are and you don't have to put on anything extra and your stuff it can play but you got to believe in it it's got to be more than just just a a, a veneer man it's so scary when you do
1: that though because you know how you can feel his temperature rising and then he just crushes one of the pilsners and he always fucking whips it at the garage wall and then we kind of have to manage him like he's this caged animal how's that for old style I know, we're like, hey, hey, sh- relax, Sean, relax. Yeah. He rips his shirt off and then crushes another full beer over his forehead. Yes. Man, that was th- we haven't hung out with him since, I don't think, no. that time he did that.
0: No, he did send me like a bunch of pictures like in a text message of different mustaches that he's considering trying out in the future. They all look cool to me. I'm, I'm down with whatever he wants to do. But I, I am a fan of how thin and pencil-y his mustache is now.
1: Yeah, it's, uh, it doesn't go well with poor performance, though. If you're going to make a bold choice like that, you
0: should be good. Mm, mm-hmm. it, it helps if you're good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, well, we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna let you all run because uh, it's, it's that time of day, and we've got no more time of it. But the Blue Jays are going to get back at it tonight. We've got our new, newly added Taiwan Walker going up against old – Old man, Jhab. <laughs> I don't. I don't really mean old man. Old old friend, old Blue Jay friend, J-Hap, Jay who's uh, you know maybe starting to turn his season around a little bit. Had a decent outing last time out. Um, let's see. Let's see if we can keep this going. Keep the energy going. Dominate here tonight. Is he available for PP? I'm gonna get him. Yeah, I think he is. I would assume so. I can't imagine that anyone would want him. So you go ahead and grab him. We're going to grab a hold of his fastball and launch it into the Buffalo night tonight. And we will be back tomorrow.